Good morning. It's Friday, the fifth day of May, Cinco de Mayo, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's begin this morning by bringing ourselves together before our Lord Jesus Christ. Wake up, sleepers, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body as a holy and living sacrifice to you. Jesus, we belong to you. Praying in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our reading today is entitled, Has Anyone Ever Paid Your Debts? Our text is from Romans, the third chapter, verses 27 to 31. Hear the word of the Lord. Where then is boasting? Is it excluded? It is excluded. Because of what law? The law that requires works? No, because of the law that requires faith. For we maintain that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. Or is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles too? Yes, of Gentiles too, since there is only one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through that same faith. Do we then nullify the law by this faith? Not at all. Rather, we uphold the law. Wow. It's the word of the Lord. Now consider this. Most everyone understands what it means to carry debt and the onerous burden it can impose over time. Many people work very long and diligently to pay off all their debts, and when they get to the last penny, it is an occasion of exuberant celebration. It evokes an appropriate kind of pride-filled boasting in them to be debt-free. It is the kind of thing you want others to know about and celebrate with you. There is a similar sense of pride in legalistic types of religious people about their hard-fought rule-keeping righteousness. They want others to know, and they find ways of letting their righteous deeds be known. There are brazen ways of wearing one's religion on one's sleeve, and then there are quite sophisticated ways of doing so. Jesus hates this. 
He loves the humility of hidden righteousness and the quiet deeds of secret goodness. My friend is a pastor at a local church in the next town over. A few years back, he was carrying a significant student loan debt dating back to his seminary education. One day he learned that the church, which had planted his church campus, had a program to help their pastors retire their seminary debts. Brent went to the administrator and inquired. She told him the church would pay up to half of his school debt. He reported that he had been making a hefty monthly payment for years, which had been a real struggle for his growing family. He commented how he wished he had known about this earlier as it would have helped, as he'd already paid half of the debt. The administrator reported even better news. They would pay the debt retroactively. She said to Brent, You are now debt-free. I love what Paul says in today's text. Where then is boasting? This is the moment when you begin to boast in Jesus. It's one of those big moments when Jesus pays a small debt for you. Now, imagine having the unpayable debt of your soul paid in full by Jesus, by his atoning blood. It is not only the retirement of the capital S sin debt, but the reversal of bankruptcy and all its penalties and ruinous consequences. It means the restoration of your full faith and credit. It means being made better than whole. As bad as the present day and future consequences of our inherited debt of sin and all the debts and interest we've personally added, that is how good and even greater are the consequences of the saving grace of Jesus Christ. And as we will see through the unfolding letter to the Romans, it is not a mere future benefit to be received at our death. It is an overwhelming gift of abundant life beginning immediately. Few things are more surprising and joyful than when someone comes in and pays your debts with no expectation of being paid back. This is what Jesus has done for us beyond belief. It's why it requires faith to realize it. This is what it means to be saved by grace through faith. Faith is not assenting to the truth of something arguably real. No, faith is the complete reliance on the reality of something demonstratively true. Faith does not mean, I believe in Jesus. Faith means, I belong to Jesus.
And if you have another few minutes today, read my own extraordinary story of someone paying my debts in the note below. That's in today's email. The prayer. Jesus, we belong to you. Yes, Jesus, I belong to you. These are not the mere words of my mouth. They are not merely the hope of my aspiration. No, these words are the bedrock truth of my reality. I belong to you, and you belong to me. This is my life. You are my life. I welcome the fullness of your durable reality right here and right now. Thank you for paying my debt in full. Thank you that your credit is now my credit. Holy Spirit, please awaken me to fully realize these eternal verities as realities on which I stake everything. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, are you waking up to more of what Jesus has done and is doing for, in, and through you and your life? Are you at least waking up to your need and longing to awaken more to these eternal verities, that they may become present-day lived realities for you? In the hymn, today we will sing a more modern-day hymn that already carries the essence of a classic. It's one of the great Gaither hymns, Because He Lives. It's number 265 in our seedbed hymnal, Our Great Redeemer's Praise. We'll sing all three verses with gusto. God sent his son, they called him Jesus, he came to love, heal and forgive, he lived and died, to buy my pardon, an empty grave is there to prove my Savior lives. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future, and life is worth the living just because he lives. How sweet to hold a newborn baby and feel the pride and joy he gives, but greater still, the calm assurance 
This child can face uncertain days because he lives. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future, and life is worth the living just because he lives. And then one day I'll cross the river. I'll fight life's final war with pain, and then as death gives way to victory, I'll see the lights of glory, and I'll know He reigns. Let's give it all we got. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future. And life is worth the living just because he lives. Man, what a song. I got to meet Bill and Gloria Gaither several years ago and visit with them. And my gosh, those guys, they're better than you can imagine. They are just like you hope, the real deal. So thank you, Bill and Gloria, for writing that song. And uh, already, as I said, it's, it's an instant classic. Well, that's that's a wrap for Friday, but we're only getting started. Gather the seeds. Prepare to hit the fields. All kinds of soil, okay? It doesn't matter. You're going to sow the seed everywhere today. The path, the rocks, the ditch, the thorns, everywhere. You never know exactly where the good soil is going to be. So our game is not efficiency, it's extravagance. The seed, the miracle, the miracle's not in the sower, the miracle's in the seed. Okay, I'll look for you on the field today for the awakening. I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.